0: Hi, this is Sakurako.
1: And this is Andrew, and you're listening to Uncurated Talks.
0: Okay, today we're going to be talking about the differences between American military and Japanese self defense force. Right. Um, so, I was actually painting uh, commission work the other day, and that's what uh, sparked this interest in this topic. I was painting this rising sun in this painting, right? Hmm. And at first, when I received a request of that, I was kind of like, "Oh, should I really do this?" Because, well, some people don't really um, take it well when they see the old Japanese flag, which is the rising sun, right. because it was made for um, the Japanese military back in the day when we were still you know at war. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and also sometimes that flag is used by extreme right winged people. Right. Well, I'm no polit- political expert by any stretch. So, we're, or I'm just going to be talking about my personal opinion you know so yeah uh, we are not trying to influence anybody's opinion or whatsoever we should just put it out there but yeah so I was painting it and I was like well that shouldn't offend me or that shouldn't well I shouldn't have to worry about it might offend some people you know Mm -hmm. because it's not like I'm not painting that specific figure, like a rising sun, as a support of any political party or any political idea or ideology at all. So I went ahead and do that, and it came out really well, and I love the art, so I'm really glad I went ahead and did that. But then I went in thinking about how a lot of Americans' people seem to be really patriotic in mm-hmm. my eyes compared to Japanese people are. Yeah. And one of the first things that I recognized when I first moved to the states is that you see American flags everywhere. Right. Out in a town, whether it's at Home Depot or
1: yeah. or you, in the grocery store. Yeah, the and...
0: grocery store or uh, it's actually pretty common for people to have an American flag Hanging on the door yeah. like a front door
1: I plan on doing it.
0: yeah yeah because you're you know a, a serving member yeah, I, you serve in the military.
1: Yeah, I would consider myself to be at least fairly patriotic right yeah, I, I like the United States a lot
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's just very different because that's not something that I see in right. Japan and I actually saw a Japanese flag national flag hanging at the front door at somebody's house uh when i was in japan this mm-hmm. april and the first thing that came to my head was oh he must be right wing <laughs>
1: he must be a crazy person <laughs> no
0: i mean yeah well i guess i didn't think that the person might must be a crazy person but yeah well, he must have a very strong opinion sure you know about it at least and that's the thing uh some people are uh, refusing to sing national anthem now at, like, uh, Olympics and, like, sports uh, games. And some people don't agree with the contents of the national anthem. They're, for Japan? Yes, for Japan. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's called Kimigayo. Mm. And uh, some, people pers- uh, some people take it as, like, a um, uh, Japanese military old-school praising song for fighting for their country.
1: That's interesting. I don't understand, um, I guess, what what is just immediately wrong with that. Furthermore, um, just to say that you're just going to boycott it and not participate in the anthem, I think, is kind of a poor choice because um, whether you like it or not, I mean, that is your country's national anthem, and really your only choice there is to become... A society and mm-hmm. make the identity different.
0: Right.
1: You can't just say, oh, I'm not going to participate. Well, then it will only ever mean one thing, and you'll never have a national anthem that you can get behind. Right. <laughs> that yeah. you can agree with. And mm-hmm. the only way at that point is to, you have to change the identity. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is very uh, interesting. See, I think from... A lot of American people's view, I don't want to say everyone, but um, I think it's commonly perceived that being a patriotic and fighting for your country is a good deed. Right. Right?
1: Uh, yeah, I would say that I think most people, most people would probably agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think you would probably get hooked up on um, details about whether or not certain groups of Right. military members were actually fighting for their country or not, like mm-hmm. a lot of our modern conflicts most mm-hmm. people would argue that we're I not see. actually but anyway, yes, yeah, for, most people but, will get behind the military
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, for for instance, like World War Two veterans oh, yeah. and Vietnam Absolutely. War veterans and yeah, for people like that people have a lot of respect for mm-hmm. those people, and I'm not saying that Japanese people don't have respect for those that fought for our country we do, but um yeah, sometimes like uh like um politi- like polit- public figures get bashed because they went to the shrine that has the uh, fallen soldiers mm. resting, you know? Sure. And when they go visit that place, they get bashed um, for basically like praising for those that participated in in war.
1: Well, that's really sad.
0: Um, and I'm sorry. I definitely lack knowledge in this uh, particular topic or about that shrine. It's called Yasukuni Jinja, and it's a controversial like topic in Japan. I'm not too sure. I had to look into it, and it's it's really sad to me. I'm realizing that I am a Japanese person, and I don't even know the details about about it. But yeah, I'll definitely look into it. But yeah, just you guys even have a holiday for those people that fought for the country, like Veterans Day.
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot you know, there's there's quite a few holidays yeah. and certain conflicts have their own days and stuff like that, you know, certain mm-hmm. battles have their own days and stuff. Yeah. You know, there's so there's
0: and a- of
1: course it's it's a little bit different for us because, mm-hmm. you know, we're always around so much military stuff that mm-hmm. I think we tend to observe more military holidays or days of significance within mm-hmm. the military than maybe normal people would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like if I go to work and there's, you know, endless D-Day commercials playing and the flags are half-mass and there's, you know, all this D-Day stuff going on, then obviously I'm very aware of that.
0: Yeah, what's a D-Day?
1: Uh, It's when the, uh, the Allied forces storm the beaches at Normandy to liberate France um, from the Germans.
0: I see. So that was during the World War That was in World II? War Two. yes. Right, yeah, so there's Veterans Day. It's a, uh, is, it, is it a national holiday? Yeah,
1: it is a national holiday. Yeah, it's
0: a national holiday where they celebrate for those uh, people that are serving in the military and that have served in the military. Yeah. And there's also a, um, Another really large holiday, Memorial Day. Memorial
1: Day is for fallen soldiers. Fallen
0: soldiers, meaning uh, for those that
1: passed during the war. Yes, who passed away. Those who didn't make it back. And then, uh, obviously, you know, you have Independence Day and all Um, that kind of stuff, which is kind of another significant military holiday.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, so, yeah, considering uh, we are living in the military neighborhood, it's probably... That has probably some have something to do with that, but you know uh for military members uh, I think there's a certain amount of respect reflected upon at you know all times. I feel like you know people say, "Oh, thank you for your service, yeah,
1: absolutely. And
0: um, some businesses might offer you some sort of like deal or mm. even
1: discount uh, yeah here in the states uh, w- a military discount is a huge thing mm-hmm. that I, I mean you can go and and i i try not to do it and i don't really think that anybody just goes and says hey can i have a military right. discount but i mean if you did that you could literally get a discount at every single establishment mm-hmm. probably anywhere outside california <laughs> you could but yeah it's it's just everywhere you know yeah, and if you if you uh, use your ID to pay for something, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, my ID is always at the very front of my wallet, so I it's that's the most important card I have. I have to use it to get in and out of work, on and off base. Mm-hmm. So I always just um, as an instinct grab my military ID instead of my driver's license. And if I show, if they even see it in my wallet, they'll always be like, "Oh, here's a military discount." Always. Right. Right. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Even. Yeah, I've uh, I've came across with some people that wanted to offer me some sort of discount just because I'm a military spouse, mm-hmm. and I always like, no, no, I'm not serving. That's huge as well, though. Yes, it? it is. Yeah. It actually is, yes. That's actually eat.
1: another holiday. I'm sorry, I didn't get it cut off, but yeah. there's actually a holiday that we observe on base, and that's actually I Military Spouse Appreciation Week. Oh, it is it's a week, a week long. long. And, <laughs> and that's when the spouses can now eat for free at the galley on base, oh. and there's cake and stuff like that. That's, <laughs> it's yeah, that's really interesting. cool.
0: Yeah, it is interesting.
1: <laughs> sorry.
0: No, no, that's okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, we just don't really see that in Japan, or maybe I just don't know it, but, like, I come from... Uh, town called Yokosuka in Japan, and it's known for both American naval base and also Japanese Self Defense Force uh, base. Mm-hmm. And there's also an academy for JSDF. JSDF is actually that obligation for Japanese Self Defense Force right. um and there is a college for JSDF as well
1: yeah. and it's also it's also a joint base with um New Zealand and Australia as well
0: right so the
1: HMS sydney is it's their uh, secondary home port they're always there with us
0: yeah so. so you know it's it i think it's pretty safe to say that yokosuka is a uh if not a military town, it's a JSDF town, yeah, you know? Absolutely. I see a lot of uh, JSDF, uh, well, people wear the JSDF uniform uh, on a daily basis when I go out of town, but I don't see, like, any special offerings to those people. Sometimes, like, on occasion, I would see some sign hanging up and said, like, uh, show your... JSDF ID and we'll give you like however much percentage off but it's not as common as it is in the states I don't think they are as much as respected as like military soldiers in the states
1: yeah I definitely I would definitely agree with that
0: yeah and I have always wondered about that and you know on news and magazines and on media They, uh, whenever some, like, a national, uh, natural disaster happens and JSDF, uh, gets deployed and, you know, do some humanitarian act and stuff like that, they praise them, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, good job, JSDF, this and this, but, um, that's about it. That's as
1: soon as it goes away. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's sad. It's really sad.
0: It is sad. Uh, it is sad. Um... Yeah, I guess I, I didn't even, I was, yeah, maybe, maybe it's because I was, like, used to seeing people in JSDF uniform while I was growing up, but, yeah, I didn't really, like, think, like, twice about it or anything, you know? It's not that I, you know, didn't have respect for them or anything, but I just never really, like... But any
1: thoughts? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's sad because, like, our culture here in the States, and if there's any U.S. military members that happen to listen to this, they'll probably get a laugh out of it. But when we enlist and when we go to boot camp and, you know, for our first couple of years in the military... There's this huge saying that uh you know well what you're doing is you're signing a blank check to the United States government and you're allowing them to use you for whatever you, whatever mm-hmm. they see fit. Right. You're you'll go downrange you'll go wherever they send you to you'll do whatever they tell you to do and you're you're giving a piece of yourself for that. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day it's no different for the JSDF or the ROK or, or the yeah. Australians or anybody else and I it is it always interests me when uh especially when I you know having lived in Japan to see that uh that I think maybe the jsdF doesn't really feel that supported sometimes or, mm-hmm. or you know they would come on they would come on on board our ships like for Christmas and stuff and they would always say oh how nice it is and no oh, you know like I even had a guy tell me that he wished that he could be in the u s Navy yeah <laughs> it's just like
0: yeah you know it shouldn't
1: be that way because he he is in the Navy in his country you know
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah that is pretty sad and I um started like paying more attention and like started paying more respect and um stuff like that after I found uh after I became affiliated with you and you have told me a lot about that you know Tomodachi project sure. and uh so can you uh, briefly explain what that was
1: Wow. So Operation Tamodachi, which my understanding is that means Operation Friendship,
0: yeah.
1: uh, was you know after the uh, March 2011 the Fukushima meltdown and earthquake and tsunami, that was uh, just a joint operation where the U.S. military, along with the JSDF, mm-hmm. uh, participated in uh, delivering food supplies and rescuing people stranded due to the. Uh, Due to the circumstances of, you know, the earthquake and the storm and all that stuff, and um, you know, the the Japanese did, did a lot. The JSDF, you know, they had, you know, um, helicopter squadrons up there out of Atsugi. They were doing rescue missions and they were doing all kinds of all kinds of great stuff. You know, the the fact of the matter is that they were there, supporting in every way that they could. You know, they offered all of their capabilities sent north to right. Fukushima to support that operation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like around that time, I think the JSDF did get quite a bit of recognition. Yeah, for sure. And I think that they deserve continued recognition because the fact of the matter is, if something really, really, really terrible happened like that again, Mm -hmm. but on a larger scale, I mean, if Fukushima was terrible, but it was very focused in one area, what happened there was very focused. If something happened on a larger scale, Mm -hmm. a larger natural disaster, or even some sort of military conflict, there would be a lot of people who would be reliant on the JSDF for support. And those men, they've signed a blank check to their government just the same as anybody else did.
0: For yeah. sure. Yeah, so after, you know, you told me about what you guys did over there in, around, you know, Fukushima mm-hmm. area and stuff, I, you know, I meaning that I got a chance to talk to a person who was directly involved mm-hmm. in that act of... Uh, Supporting the natural disaster uh, area, who was obviously you, and that's around the time when I, you know, started like changing my opinion toward JSDF. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I, like I said, not that I had anything against them. I just really put thoughts into JSDF's act.
1: Sure.
0: Um. So yeah, I'm really glad that I got that opportunity, kind of like an eye opening you know, event in my life. Right. But oh I've heard some older people say, like, negative, like, yeah, say negative things about JSDF members.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I'm, I'm sure that happens in the States as well.
1: Right, absolutely. Maybe
0: on a different, different scale, but... Uh, have you ever been like told something negative by by someone because you're in the military?
1: Oh, just in passing comments. Never, mm-hmm. never like, "Hey, you're you're garbage" because you're in the military. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a, there's plenty of people here in the states that that absolutely hate the military mm-hmm. and hate members of the military and will go out of their ways. You know, we have in Coopville. That's a huge part of the culture. Uh, there's an area under us to the south. Uh, so yeah, where I'm island, town. we live in Oak Harbor, and then the, the next town to the south is is Coopville. And uh, Coupville was a town that uh, basically was just all farmland back in, up, in, up until the 40s when the United States government purchased a large piece of property and they built an outlying airfield there. We have uh, one airstrip where our planes have been training since the 50s uh, for um, aircraft carrier landing. It's called a fleet carrier landing practice, FCLPs. And there's this huge dispute. I mean, I think they've had like sixteen lawsuits, mm. where these. The, uh, there's actually this group called the Citizens of EBS Reserve, and it's these civilians of or citizens of Coupeville. Uh, they have sued the U.S. government and the U.S. Navy uh, sixteen times, I think, or, wow. or some number, I some for, number of times. But uh,
0: for what? Noise, oh, complaints? noise
1: complaints, uh, there was one that um, that was a lawsuit Water that a. There was one that accused the United States Navy of uh, using terrorist tactics against the citizens of Coopville. Um, there's other ones where they, uh, they're they claiming that the, uh, the, the Growlers, the EA-6, I'm sorry, EA-18Gs, the type of airplane that flies there, mm-hmm. that is causing hearing loss and all sort of uh, mm-hmm. medical problems for the people who live in Coopville.
0: I see, yeah. I think similar lawsuits are going uh, down in Okinawa right. as well against uh, American military yeah, base.
1: Against the Marine Corps for right. the um, for the um, the Ospreys. The
0: Ospreys, yeah. It's, a, it's very interesting how military, want the U.S. military, and JSDF <clears throat> are perceived differently yeah. amongst people. Do you like serving in the military?
1: Oh, it's yeah. It's been a, it's been a blast. I mean, I've had. Plenty of uh, great periods and plenty, of, plenty of really terrible periods too. <laughs> but um, you know, overall, it's been probably the greatest uh, life experience that I could have ever asked for. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the opportunity to enlist um, when I was seventeen, mm-hmm. with my uh, parents' permission, of course. Mm-hmm. You have to get parental consent in order to do that. And uh, I just pretty much immediately had the opportunity to just travel and do all kinds of really awesome training and just do all kinds of stuff. Man, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Uh, how much mileage I've got on my body, considering how young I am. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But I am looking forward to uh, to to getting out. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of starting the next chapter in our life.
0: That might be a weird question, but if you were Jap- uh, Japanese, do you think you would have considered uh, joining JSDF?
1: Um, yeah, I think I think I would definitely consider uh, joining the JSDF. Um, but you know, I, I guess I can't really say that because. Mm-hmm. The culture there is just so different in the way that they that they think about their military um so maybe maybe I would have absolutely no interest in it mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I would like to say that I would do the exact same thing mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah for me in growing up in the states um and having a lot of family that was in the military I mean this was my a plan you know I've been in the been in the navy for almost nine years and and that's you know anybody who's in it at that point that was yeah. pretty much their primary goal was to join the military so you know ever since i remember i watched the movie saving private ryan when i was like 8 mm-hmm. uh, my buddy jake and i you know mm-hmm. we watched uh we watched saving private ryan and i just right there on the spot man mm-hmm. i was like yes that is yeah. that is what i'm doing <laughs> you know that's, yeah now that i think
0: that's really interesting like i'm sure those like war movies inspired a lot of you know, young people or maybe even older people to become soldiers or yeah. um, or just military serving members, you know? But I can't say that any of the Japanese war movies could have influenced a young soul to follow the path into the into becoming a JSDF officer, you know? Be- sure. Because uh, it's always, you know... Well, not that I've seen every single Japanese war movie that's out there, but I, I feel like it's always portrayed as, like, a sad mm, story. Yeah. It's not, like, a glorious, and they don't glorify the war or soldiers or the whole military culture at all, and... I'm not saying that's what the American movies are doing, hmm. but yeah, just I don't
1: know. Um, I feel like that's a, a theme in Japan. Right. That kind of limiting certain views mm-hmm. of a lot of things is, is that's kind of prevalent. I think in a lot of
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of like where where Japan is currently.
0: Yeah, I think it obviously has a lot to do with the history, you know? Right. Japan did lose during the World War II, and a lot of people have to go through a really, really rough time after mm. the you know post-war sure. period. Uh, versus the United States, of course, there are so many people that lost their lives, and there are so many people that had to go through hardship, mm-hmm. but ultimately uh, the United States became um, more... Developing in like in terms of like economy and right. stuff like that after the war,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, after World War II, there was a pretty big pickup in the uh, in the economy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it had to do with some of the other conflicts that were going on now. Right immediately after World mm. War II ended. Mm. Um, that kind of stimulated the economy and everything. Yeah. But um yeah, you know that was a pretty big uptick for us in the economy. For sure. And yeah, no doubt about it that there was quite a bit of suffering in Japan after World War II ended. Yeah. Um. But uh, at the same time, I don't think that uh, that there's reason to try to forget a lot of the stuff that happened.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that
1: there's that that's an outstanding reason to. To kind of make sure that everybody knows a lot of those historical events that happened and, and what went on, what was going on in the world. You know, it, it's this, this event isn't only limited to Japan and the United States. Yeah, There's, of course, there is that was a massive conflict that, that you know the Germans were burning their currency because it was worth more as fuel to the fire than it was <laughs> in yeah, currency. As a currency. So, yeah. yeah, there was you know a lot of a lot of hardship surface uh, suffered on the whole world, man. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't think that's a reason to try and delete it, delete it from history or anything. Yeah. You know?
0: So yeah, it's definitely not like one single cause that uh, changed people's like perspective towards any military organization or JSDF. You know, so it's a combination of a lot of things, like whether it's a uh, historical events or uh, historical facts mm-hmm. or uh, influence from media or the way we are raised, it's a combination of a lot of different things, so um, yeah, I just uh, wish that a lot more Japanese people would not become patriotic necessarily, but become more, I don't know, like, fond of Mm -hmm. their country, and I mean, I'm sure um, most Japanese people love Japan. And they would say that Japan is a great country, but there is not that burning passion, patriotism, <laughs> um, you know, like American people <laughs> have. I think overall that's a great mindset to have mm-hmm. toward your own like mother country.
1: Right.
0: So, yeah, I, um, I hope that a lot of, especially younger people would like take more interest into their own country or or maybe like even bettering their own country
1: right well and that's I think that's really important too is Mm to you need to be engaged in it in some way Mm -hmm. whether you believe that it's the best country in the world or not that's irrelevant that doesn't matter but you need to engage yourself to understand what's going on how it works and what impact you have as an individual yeah or you know what you can do to to keep it or make it the way that you like it you know because again just like I said at the beginning with the national anthem thing Mm -hmm. Just because you don't like it, I mean, if that causes you to just step back and say, I'm not going to participate, mm-hmm. well then, then it all just, it just falls apart under somebody else's control. You know, and yeah. then, then you're left with nothing.
0: But yeah, it's been a very interesting talk and I, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I understand it's a kind of like a controversial subject the time that we live in yeah. you know there's a lot of things going
1: well and, and i i would love to speak to anyone who has like an opposite opinion because i just it's not that i'm just closed-minded i i only see everything one way mm-hmm. um i just obviously i really i enjoy being in the military i support the JSDF. Mm-hmm. you know I've, I've deployed with them i think what they do is great but i would love to uh speak with someone or just hear someone's opinion who who dislikes that all that stuff? Yeah, you know, just to hear uh, their thought process and their um, their reasoning behind that. Yeah. you know, um, because it's not like the JSDF is going out and committing war crimes. I mean, everything they do literally is like good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they support humanitarian efforts and they do relief and they literally they they don't do anything that can even be mildly perceived as bad. Yeah. So I would love to just hear.
0: Yeah, I just. I really don't have much, like, I I really don't have enough information to even form my opinion Mm. about that, for what you just said, and that's probably, like, a pretty common theme amongst especially young people, Mm. so, yeah, uh, including myself, I'm just telling this to myself, but yeah, we should start getting know better about, about that kind of stuff you know mm. like I can't say that I know exactly what JSDF is doing out there right. so yeah that's pretty I don't know Um, that's pretty sad I feel like mm. so well I personally feel you know that way yeah but uh, yes yeah, so if you know any of you would like to talk about this uh, hit us up, and we will love to have you on our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Better. yeah, we're definitely, we're, uh, we're both, maybe it doesn't sound like it, we're but we're pretty open-minded.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, we're always open to, you know, listen to other people's opinions. Yeah, we uh, get great joy out of it. So, yeah, please hit us up and let us know what you thinking
1: yeah tweet at me and I'll uh, I'll hit the translate button and do my best
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so what's your Twitter
1: um, it is domestic error
0: yeah at domestic error yep yeah. so yeah well thanks for listening we'll yeah. see you on the next episode
1: thank you